Listen, there are spoilers ahead for the manga that we read, which includes One Piece, Boku no Hero Academia, Chainsaw Man, Jujutsu Kaisen, and Dr. Stone. Oh, and uh, solo leveling. Right, and solo leveling. But we may talk about others. Who knows what we're going to get into. The point is, there are spoilers ahead. Enter at your own risk. Hey guys, welcome back to the Weekly Spate, uh, Heart Attack Edition. Just after we recorded the last episode on God of High School, I almost deleted it, because I'm a, I'm a Luddite, or the people that don't like technology. I, anyway, this is the Weekly Spate. I think I would, I would categorize you more as a troglodyte. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Dude, that was a mega chump moment. I, I, I need to learn uh, how to... It happens to all of us, but it's... Uh, Listen, I say it happens to all of us. Save as is, is a... <laughs> yeah. I believe I believe in uh, calling yourself out when you when you do something stupid, and that was a, a bonehead maneuver. I have to be better than right. that. There's there's many different flavors to accidentally erasing all the work that you just did. <laughs> so uh, you know, everybody has has been there. Yeah. All right. But we didn't. We didn't. So. We figured it out. Thank God. I was. It was going to be seppuku for me, but we're back. So hi guys. This is the weekly spate. Uh, I'm Dylan. That's Jake, as you heard, and we're here now to. Talk about manga, the the main focus of the show. Uh, so, I think we should get into it. Without further ado. Yeah, yeah. Um, should we start with Boku or One Piece? What do you What do you think? Uh, let's go with One Piece. It's a good ramp up, I think, into yeah. uh, all this stuff that's been going on. So this is One Piece nine ninety. Uh, and it was just the one issue. We're, we're, we're a week behind releasing, but I think there was only one issue of One Piece, correct? Right, exactly. So, yeah. we, we've just got this one, and, uh, let's dive in. Not exactly the, the biggest barn burner of, of a One Piece chapter we've ever yeah. seen. Um, it, you know, 989, we had said, felt like sort of a gathering steam one, you know, gave us that big sort of full family, full crew panel. It still kind of feels that way, you know, we're seeing the ramp up, like the first thing we see in this chapter is uh, the the dog and cat, they're about to mix Jack, so that's that could be interesting. Well, yeah, and the the minks all, all told are working Jack, we see Jack sort of like sweating yeah. and cut. And they just busted out their Sulong forms, so yeah. it's gonna be pretty cool. Um, there, some of the samurai are going in to fight Jack, led by Kinemon, and yeah. we see Dog and Cat be like, yo, this is personal. Like, yeah. Jack just sort of went total war on our homeland, so we owe this dude one, and, you know, they're shrouded in, uh, in darkness, which, you know. Yeah. They, they mean business, it and, will, and they've already been, like, their lower-level guys have been working Jack in Sulong form, so I think those two guys, it seems like without intervention, they're going to work him, but there's a big character yet to intervene in any of the fighting that's going on up there, which Kaido. is the man. In, so. He's just sitting there watching, which is very interesting. I It's making me feel like, because normally in these One Piece arcs, you know, there's the big bad who Luffy fights, and then his lieutenants, but it seems like, like, I don't know what's going to go on with Queen or King, but Jack is is fighting Neko and Inu. It seems like it's going to be maybe a team battle versus Kaido, which I'm hype on. Yeah, inshallah, man. God willing, we get this this massive team battle. That would that would really be that would really scratch the right yeah. itches. 
at the outset of the chapter, we get a, a interesting little note about. Um, I think this was off screen before, but Sasaki was captured by Kyoshiro, and then was freed by Big Mom's Ikoku attack. Did you notice this? Sasaki, who's that? The um, he's a member of the Toby Ropo. Oh, the spy. They no, the Toby Ropo. Oh, the the yeah, drunk yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah, he's okay. a drunk. He sort of fishman looking. Yeah, honestly. definitely fishman. Might be fishman yeah. or half fishman, but uh, um, he. You see this like tree in the background with chains on it that got busted open, and we learn that he had been captured by Kyoshiro. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh man, I got you know I got to put some hurt on Kyoshiro." So that could be a matchup later in the chapter. Yeah, yeah. It makes sense to me, thinking about where I think the relative power levels are of everybody. You know, that you'd have Kyoshiro basically in a face-off against a Tobiropo-level guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I think he's definitely pretty powerful, so that seems seems fair to say. Who do you think is that man who has a 1% survival chance? And the Basil Hawkins says this, follow up, how reliable are his fortune-telling powers? You know, is this, like, for sure 1%? Like, is someone going to die? Yeah, I mean, I think his fortune-telling powers are part of his devil fruit powers. So yeah. I think they're, like, foolproof. Yeah, but I mean... There could also be, like, the Boku scenario where, you know, like, Night Eye's powers are foolproof, but some strange mixture of the other forces at play in this universe that sort of impinge upon reality affect that thing. Yeah. Uh, so, um, look, right off the bat, you do think it's got to be Luffy, right? Uh, say again? I totally just spaced oh, the, it. Oh, the man with the man. Oh, oh, no, chance. dude. I w- I wasn't thinking that. I was thinking Kaido, or maybe even Drake, because later in the chapter. They're all standing around when they, you know, like Drake. We knew you were a traitor. Like the the fuck are you doing? Uh, I mean, obviously they're they're misleading Drake a little bit at the beginning of the chapter, but he's standing in the room with him where he says that man, yeah, you know, a certain man. Has well, I think I don't. Think, I mean, Luffy's not going to die. The ninety nine percent thing to me read like someone big is going to die. You know, like I guess not. Well, you say one hundred percent. If someone big is going to die, ninety nine percent reads to me like. The protagonist really has the odds stacked against him this time. How is he going to get out of it? Yeah. But that's also a really, to, to me, a straightforward way of reading it. And then it could be, you know, like, a, you know, they they would have flashed Luffy's face there if they really wanted to drive that point across. And then, surprise, surprise, like, the that man that he was talking about was actually Kaido. Or, yeah. or somebody crazy. Yeah, yeah. I... I don't know. I, I I was I'm hype about that tentatively, but with until we have more information, I'll say, could be cool, as you would say. That introduces yeah. really the main uh, thrust of this chapter, which is the development of X Drake's situation in um, Onigashima. Yeah, he gets he gets Wano played he gets played by Queen because uh, they're like, let's go fuck up Queen because there's chaos. Plot twist: We knew you were coming. We gotcha. How did you think that we wouldn't know that yeah. let, you know, let law free, et cetera, et cetera? The thing that's really interesting, so he busts out of there, right? And he's like, think, think, what do I do? Can I go back to the military? And he says, no, it's not time for that yet. Mm-hmm. So he's doing something. Yeah, there's a couple of interesting phrasings. It's not time for that yet. 
all you need to know for now is I'm a one man army. Yeah. So maybe maybe he's like deep cover for for the Marines or something, trying to achieve some end. Yeah, but even then, it's like, what is he referring to when he says, like, time for that? Yeah, well, it's either, my reading of that was either he he went rogue, and he has to achieve some goal so he can be like, go back to the army and be like, listen, I, I know I fucked up, but I did this thing, and I'll be like, cool. Or, he's on a mission, he has to do something, he's like super deep cover, so he's like, I can't go back yet, it's not time. I don't know, but either way, I, I think he's probably still pro-Navy, like... I don't know. The the I'm holding out hope for. They haven't really suggested much that this would be the case, but maybe he's in some sort of Aokiji like marine sect. You know, like a cool oh guys. yeah, uh, yeah, it could be. Yeah, because because there's definitely you know like Aokiji. There's marines who are on that tip of like yeah, we're we're more relative justice. We don't need to be so so yeah. fascist all the time. They would be fine with coming yeah. to a pirate saying like. Look, this other pirate sucks. Yeah, we, you know, I'm, I'll team up with you for the time being to get rid of him. But um, it, that's you know mainly what we're getting from this chapter. It it culminates right in in uh, Luffy about to deal an attack to that one dude, and then he's about to get attacked from another dinosaur type guy by the side, and then Psychna X Drake comes in and hits. Hits him with Excalibur yeah. and basically saves Luffy so that he can hit the original guy with a huge attack. Yeah, that that's yeah. This is not the most hype chapter. Two nice moments though. The big guys there and they're like, oh, if this was Ors, we might have a problem. But we're so much nicer now. It's not even a thing. Yeah, I love that. Everyone's got like their their cool guy face on, and Usopp is still like, <laughs> but uh, that's that sweet. and. Old man Hyogiro says, oh, he, Luffy looks like a, a guardian deity. He's, like, got the Buddha pose. Pretty yeah. cool. It, it seems like, you know, even if it's just two panels that they used for that, that seemed, like, really intentional. You know, yeah. what, what could he be comparing Luffy to? Well, I, my read of that was he's, like, the savior of this country. Because he really was hitting, like, a like you look at Buddha statues, like, Buddhist statues of, like, guardians and temples. They got that kind of pose, you know, the this thing. Yeah. So it's, like, oh, look, just, like, with God Usopp, they're, like, looking up at him and the light shining down. He's, like, oh, it's our savior is here. Like, yeah, I don't know. The, the, the way they lingered on it, even just for that half second, made me think that it might be, like, you know, not just a vague reference to sort of half-in-universe mythology, but a more explicit, yet-to-be-revealed reference to something about Wano's past. That, yeah, could be. Um, yeah, but it, it's a very small detail, and I don't think it, it does too much to be dwelling on, on yeah. what really that means right now. I really liked um, Zoro and Jinbei going ahead and, like, clearing a path for Luffy to to drop this huge yeah. blow. It felt like that moment in Fishman Island where Zoro and Sanji do the same exact thing, which brings up to, to you know, again, to what extent uh, Jimbei is, like, slotting into this this third strongest role in the crew right now. Yeah, I, I, I love Sanji too much to say he's weaker than Jimbei, but it's definitely a Jack, Queen, King. Zoro is number one. He's, he's, he's the king. But then the other two, I, I don't know. You gotta have three lieutenants, or you're, are you really a pirate crew? Like... Big Mom had the same thing. I'm sure Shanks does as well. Whitebeard had a bunch more, but that, you know, he's doing his own thing. 
I don't know. It's it's a pretty crazy stack that they got. They're definitely in a pretty good spot when you add a, add a heavy hitter like Jimbe. Yeah. In. But uh, I, I, again, I, I sort of had this impression to begin with. I don't know why that uh, I thought Jimbe would be like sort of a little bit on the fringes. You know, not really getting into being a full fledged crew member, but he's right there. He's yeah, in the thick of it right well, now. Well, to be fair, he's been on the fringes for like what six hundred chapters. He'd be like, I'm, jo- I'm joining. I'll be there soon. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, I, I don't know. I, the thing I love about One Piece is it, it keeps, it keeps not doing what I expect. So on that point, I feel like well, this is just a lot of build up. It's gonna be slow, and for chapter one thousand, that's when the spice like. It sucks that, like, right now it's, you know, there'll be some cool things, but I feel like in in just ten chapters it'll be, whoa! So from where we stand right now, what are some of the crazy things that could happen in chapter 1000? Obviously, crazy, to a certain extent, entails things that you couldn't expect. Yeah, so, okay, could be a death. If someone kills Kaido, that would be pretty crazy. Uh, could be... Man, what else could it be? Kaido defeated is pretty good. I mean, a, a crazy entrance of 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 somebody into this. Yeah, uh, yeah. This the war is just right getting now. spicy, and then who could rock up? Shanks? Like? Yeah, I don't know. There's so many strong people there right now. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, Blackbeard. Uh, whoa, yeah. If he showed up, that would be nuts. He shows up. But also, I think it was suggested that simultaneous to what's going down right now is um, Blackbeard moving on the Revolution Army, Revolutionary Army uh, base. Really, dude? Okay, I, it's I, it's so long ago. Yeah, it's, I, it's, I, it's hard to recall. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it just like when when I'm trying to think of something that could possibly be at like the earth shaking level of a chapter one thousand reveal. It, my mind, like like you were saying, immediately jumps to death. Like, yeah. You know, because Oda, at, at, for as much crazy stuff as he does, usually saves that card. He, play, he holds that pretty close to the chest. Yeah, basic flashback characters, dead meat, but of of concurrent, like current time cast, there's only one big one, you know? There, I think there is only one. There's Ace, and that's it. No one else dies. Not even fucking Pell, bro. Yeah. Biggest pulled punch yeah. <laughs> in, in the history. Um, but, uh, I don't know. I, I, I shan't dwell on it too much right now. We, we can only say, but I think this is, this is something to keep in mind as we progress through the next couple chapters is Oda knows, Oda knows that we know everyone's looking at this huge milestone chapter coming up. He loves to do big things for milestone chapters. It's, it's gotta happen. Yeah. The, the thing that's a little bit weird is I would be expecting him to move, especially the way the last couple of chapters were moving a little bit more quickly towards some sort of, you know, uh, conflagration, the, the apex, the, the, you don't think we're moving that way? We, we are moving that way, but this chapter felt like a starter step, you know, wasn't yeah. exactly the, uh, a dash to the action. What I, what I feel like it's going to be the next 10 chapters is, Otis setting up dominoes. This guy's here. This guy's here. Then a thousand. He flicks over the dominoes, and it's it's on. The war, the great war, has started. What if that's what it is? The start of the great pirate, the final, the the showdown, the big end. He says, "This is it, boys. 
Go time. The world government is here. Blackbeard is here. It's fucking crazy. Race to Raftal. Who's who's with me? I don't know. It, it any it's it's so wide open right now. What I will say about that specific thing that you threw out there though is I as crazy as that would be, I really do want a satisfying conclusion to Wano unto it. So. No, I do as well. So but much I... effort was sunk into this arc that, like, you know, not to <clears throat> say that Oda, Oda's a master. He may be able to execute both of those things, you know, in one fell swoop. But I think if he ratchets up the story too widely right now, I would be left wanting a little bit for concluding what he's spent so long developing as far as my emotional attachment yeah. to Wano, the characters of Wano, the place of Wano. Yeah, I mean, I I, I think I agree for the most part. Like, I, I want to... But it already feels like I'm not getting the things that I want. It was like a cool samurai fight with Zoro. Like, Listen, yeah, it's as as the final grains of sand are, are, you know, dropping and the curtain is closing on Wano, or is it? But... As that seems to be happening, and the chances are getting slimmer and slimmer of a really epic... He he doesn't have a... Like, Kyoshiro was the one guy on yeah. Kaido's side that was like a true blue samurai. Yeah, yeah. We I, need the Zoro samurai fight. I don't think it's going to happen, man. Unless unless someone new comes in at the 11th hour, but that would be... I, I, I don't know. We'll see. It could be that one of the Tobirobo, uh That's... I mean, that's pretty good, but it's not, there's just no, not enough character development, not invent, like, Kyoshiro was like, damn, this guy's got a crazy design, he's cool, he killed that, that girl, like, yeah, this guy, this guy. Yeah, well, we'll see how it shakes out, but for now, I, you know. Yeah. It, it was, it was definitely a bit of a, a setup chapter, and I'm looking forward to really, I, I feel like it's, it's right there, we're right around the yeah, corner. Yeah, like it's, really it's, the 1v1s or whatever the actual true fights are. It's, it's, a, it's about to happen, it's been years in the making, and just ten more chapters, and then it, then we're there. But for now, I guess we should move on. Boku? Yeah, let's do Boku. So, this is Boku 284, again, there was just one chapter, right? Yep. Yeah, or did we... No, it's, it's just one okay. chapter. I, I don't know if it skipped last week or this yeah. week, but... So when we left off, Deku had just popped off float. He black whipped everyone, including Shigaraki, into the air so he couldn't chain decay them. And that's where we're at. Yeah, it was a bit of a funny note to me because I was concerned at the end of when we were speaking about uh, who specifically it was that he had black whipped up to the air. And then immediately just... Puts them all back down. Again. <laughs> I'm like, okay, yeah, sure, whatever. And Deku is mad, dude. We, we've like never really seen him go into full rage mode. The way that he was drawn was crazy. The giant like triangle eyes, yeah, nutso. Scary. Yeah, like you know, uh, at sort of similar to the way that we were remarking over the last couple of chapters that Shiggy in in the you know since he's been reawoken is scary yeah. now. Deku is, like, getting serious. And Bakugo is moving the other way, becoming, like, not nicer and softer. Yeah, like, I, I love the character progression yeah. of Bakugo in this thing. Um, you know, he... Let's let's just get into it, really. Yeah. So he's having this, uh, this conversation with All Might about not just this, uh, the sort of relationship of other people to the progression of Deku's quirk. Yeah. But... 
And and the the coolest thing in it was the this little tiny note that he leaves in there about the the, the uh, fourth fourth successor. Let's get into that yeah. in a second. But what you were referencing is this actually deep level of concern, both for Deku and sort of self critique about the way that he interacts with Deku, uh, that yeah. he lets out to All Might in the in the course of this conversation. It's not belabored. It's like about two pages worth of panels. But it's a conversation that Bakugo never could have had anywhere close to the beginning of this series. Yeah, he basically straight up says, like, I just, like, bullied Deku for no reason. Like, what what is wrong with me? And he's so much, he's so much nicer now, so, like, what the fuck am I doing, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, I think really what it was, what came across to me is that Deku speaks Bakugo's language now, which is power. Yeah. He's nice. He's, he's very, very strong. And Bakugo... Has that's forced him to reckon with himself, and it's also made Bakugo more mature as he realizes that Deku doesn't really knew, know what he's doing with that power. Yeah, he's like he doesn't consider himself. He, you know, he hasn't really understood what it means to be this strong, to be the 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 sort of center of gravity that other. You know, he was always. A shrimp. He was always uh, the castaway. Now yeah. he's he's this nucleus that like people are getting called in. Help me train this this crazy power. That was cool. Now the Bakugo thing was really good, but but part two to that conversation, which was also important, was the All Might side of that conversation because. First, Bakugo says to him, like, how long do you think you can hide the fact? Like, how many more quirks is this guy going to pop off before people start asking questions? And, and All Might basically says, like, shut the fuck up. Like, listen, I have my reasons for seeking power. Like, that was a villain speech, bro. Not only the wicked seek power. That's a pretty nutty thing to say, man. Yeah, and he, uh, he's, got, he's got a great point. You know, it, it, sure, there's, there's sort of just, like, plot ignorance reasons, but, like, how, you know, quirks don't just, quirks are weird, yeah. sure. People have, you know, people have demonstrated an ability to evolve their quirks over time. But to the layperson, having super strength and then being able to shoot black things out of your arms. And then flying. And then flying is not, like... It's not normal. <laughs> that, yeah. Yeah. You know, they are is really... Maybe a lot of people, but not everybody, are just going to be like, oh, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and it, b- between that and we know that All Might was either hiding information or, or just doesn't have information about the fourth successor, but this chapter made him, like, kind of nefarious. Like, what is, he, what is he doing? Yeah, yeah. No, it definitely comes across as hiding information and not, yeah. uh, you know, because Bakugo also says... I noticed this, I asked you about it, and you shut me down. Yeah. So, yeah, no, there, there's, like, this sort of sinister side to All Might's, Cause, sh- like, distribution of information. Right, because for what possible reason could he withhold, if One for All's whole purpose is defeat All for One, and All for One just got this crazy power-up in the form of Shigaraki, what possible justification could you have for hiding any information that you have regarding this, this subject? Like, what are you doing? You know something? Like, I know what the next quirk you're gonna get is. It's kill all of your friends technique. Well, that sucks, but you should still say that. Yeah, that, so, let's get into it. You know, when you, when you start to surmise what 
what the fourth successor's quirk could be that would cause him to hold back information about it. It's got to be some sort of, like, uh, significantly more violent quirk, right? Yeah, or or it's it's information on the fourth's identity, who they were, or or information on what on something they did. Like it, I'll it, have to check it out again, but it seemed like from the way that Bakugo was talking about it, it was specifically the quirk that was that there was information. Oh well, if that's out. the case, then I think you're probably right. It's like you're gonna get a quirk where every time you get a boner, one of your friends dies. Like that <laughs> that would be not good. Yeah, yeah, or you know, obviously. Not something as silly as that, but something with this, like, significantly more macabre aspect to it than anything else that, that Which Deku would be, has that All Might wants to protect him from. It would be fitting, you know, we're seeing Deku become a little bit darker, a little bit angrier, like, he's, that, would be, that would be interesting if he popped off a really, like, you know, kind of fucked up quirk where he could do something not so nice to people. Yeah, it, I mean... It's in keeping with sort of the maturity that uh, they've treated this series with, you know. Um, Horikoshi like does a good job of of explaining sort of the the morals of the world yeah. and sort of the drawbacks to everything. I wouldn't be surprised if there's this treatment of like a more serious topic, like yeah, dude, this quirk is just you know I point at somebody's head and their head blows up. Not, per, per, perhaps or probably not that extreme, but like something that he may have to grapple with. Yeah, that All Might didn't want to expose him to this early. That's probably <clears throat> the most down the middle read of this whole fourth thing. How, how come All Might never manifested any other quirks? He he was very strong. Like Deku is getting these after like one year of having one for all, and and All Might had it for years, and he never popped off anything. He didn't even seem to know about it, frankly, until it started happening. Yeah. Um, I think All Might, uh, I think at one point he did say that he he was, like, sort of visited or, or he could sense the presence yeah. of the other people within him, but obviously never never awoken the quirks. Could be just a maturation thing of, of uh, One for All. Do we know to any extent? I don't think we do whether or not any previous holders of one for all manifested other previous holders that's a it. that's a good point i we that's unconfirmed so deku might be the first to do it for all we know which okay but uh all might seem surprised about it when it happened yeah. which seemed to suggest to me that it's it never, never happened, happened before before yeah it, Could which be. would subsequently to me suggest that it's just a maturation yeah. of the quirk over time or it could it could be something peculiar to deku Call it like emotional intelligence, or what if we know. what if we come to find out that just like the original one for all, Deku wasn't quirkless. He just had a quirk where for it had no discernible effect yeah. until it was combined with one for all, like learning or something. yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, or just the a bit like always thought he was just a little bit, you know, on the spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it actually was his uh, his you know crazy identification quirk yeah yeah that would be talk to the voices inside him actually (laughs) i would like that a couple other things the the afro that deku had was pretty nice that was cool yeah and along the same lines ponytail uraraka yeah very cute yeah yeah i liked i liked that little training moment they gave tape man a little bit of a moment which 
Okay. He's the man. I, I, yeah, he's I, cool. I, I fuck with Tate, man. The, that's, that was just a nice moment. The other main thing that I want to discuss with you, was Shiki taking 100% hits? Yeah. That's... I... I okay. Man. I mean, his... Re- regen is still going. His body is fighting the regen and the damage that it's taking, and it seemed like Deku was saying, like, okay... He's using the regen, but I'm definitely doing damage. Yeah, but yeah. is he doing enough damage? Because he also said the last two 100 percent things just absolutely wrecked my arm. Yeah, is is Bakugo and Endeavor are they ramping up to do another like attack? Yeah, Bakugo shouts out to Endeavor yeah. like, "We need all you got for this yeah. last one." Um, so so that could be the case, but also the ending a chapter the way they did with Deku landing some. Su- some successive shots and finishing with like a great panel, by the way. Yeah. You know, a, a sweet <clears throat> shot to the solar plexus. You can't end a chapter like that and expect me to think that things are going swell. Yeah. You know, when we open back up again, I feel like we're going to turn around and see Shiggy with a grin. Like, Oh, you thought you were nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that, was, uh, that tickled. Yeah. Yeah. But then again, He's been getting worked for a long time. Like he, you gotta think he's he's nearing the end of what. Maybe not, but he did get a little bit of of health back from from his quirk being activated. So okay, maybe he's in the yellow, not the red, but or outside uh, intervention. Yeah. I. Gigantomachia. Yeah. Yeah. Could be crazy. Um, the one other tiny detail I wanted to talk about was uh, all might mentions that uh conceptualizing what it's like to fly could help unlock i.e floating around with uraraka's float quirk could help or anti-gravity quirk could help you unlock float yeah so once this thing is done you know obviously he's in mortal danger right now but you know once once you escape this with your plot armor they better be putting this guy through the ringer like, you know, yeah, yeah. whatever what simulation chamber you can get to to help him unlock these quirks. Yeah, especially if you know what they are, which it seems like All Might does. So, he's got six more coming his way? Or five more? I think five more. Yeah, because the first guy didn't have a quirk. So, five more. Okay, well, yeah, that's, I mean, we'll, we'll have to see. Wait, or is it four more? Because All Might doesn't have a quirk. Was, was All Might the eighth or the ninth successor? I think he's the eighth and Deku is the ninth. I think that's right. So then he's got seven and six. So five, four, three, two. Four more quirks he's gonna get. And maybe one more if he also had an original like a quirk like Yeah, like, but he would already have it right now. Well, but I'm saying just because it would be a parallel to the first holder who his quirk was just that he could pass his quirk on. So like he he had a quirk and nobody knew just because it was useless until it was combined with the one that stored power, and that's one. For yeah, all. but that would mean he's using it right now. There's not. Yeah, yeah. Five more to learn. Well, but I, I'm saying more. There'd be a reveal of like, oh, you've had this quirk all along. Fair. Yeah. Well. Yeah. yeah. A lot on the table. Um, pretty solid Boku chapter overall. Yeah. I, you know, not crazy in terms of fights, but I really liked that conversation between Baku. That was nice. That, that was, was cool. that was really a, a good moment for both of them. But especially Bakugo. I'm I'm happy that he's like not so angry all the time. That's nice. All right. But now, now that we've got through these two, I'm gonna throw out there. 
Let's do Doctor Stone and solo leveling so we can finish out with Chainsaw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's I, just so crazy. I let's every week so far we've been like it's so crazy. Yeah, get <laughs> off with it. So let's let's switch it up this time. All right, Doctor Stone. We had one sixty five and one sixty six. Uh, basically, we find our heroes in a dog fight with with Stanley, the soldier. Yeah, well, uh, and they open one sixty five having basically won this dogfight, except Stanley starts jinking, which is the, uh... Yeah, I, it's some kind of aerial maneuver. maneuver. It's, it's just, it's the aerial manu- yeah. maneuver equivalent of, like, the crocodile run, or, like, <laughs> you know, just, like, doing doing weird sprints and jumps and stuff if you're getting sniped at. Is the manga artist on their crew supposed to be Boichi? Because he, like, is just giving play-by-play to this dogfight, because he's like, I drew a manga one time about planes, so I know... Yeah, I, I don't know. The, the guy is really... They're, they're really leaning heavy into the casual onlooker narrating yeah. <laughs> a fight so you can tell what's going on. But as they continue to go, I actually realized I think he might be drawing over photographs of clouds. I, I was looking at this. Maybe you can take another look. Yeah, I don't know. Because I was like, man, there's such a majestic detail in these clouds. And I was like looking at it, I'm like, Man, he either he's like spending a lot of time drawing insanely photorealistic clouds. I think he might be like taking uh, pictures of clouds and drawing. Well, that that could be, but it could also just be he has an army of assistants and like digital editors, which he probably does because the you know the production schedule for manga is ludicrous. One week every week forever. But all of that is to say, uh, as as always, the. Uh, the drawing in Dr. Stone really shines through. It's, yeah. It's, it's my favorite part of the manga. And yeah. It's, it's really being highlighted well with these dogfight panels. It, it looks really cool. It, it definitely looks cool. It, it It's, you know, just popcorn type feel. It's, as you say, if the art is my favorite part, which it is, it mean, probably means the story is not like super duper flooring me, but it's okay. Yeah, and the story is starting to kick off a little bit in these two chapters. That's true, that's true. I like that Senku got shot with a sniper rifle, and he's just back in the game, like, less well, than an hour. Yeah, because he, uh, he had his little, you know... Sure, his bag of science that protected defense. him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Duh. Um, uh, the dogfight was cool. Of course, Senku does some science, makes some gas that he drops out of the plane. That's cool. The bigger thing, they had a submarine, so it was a two-pronged attack. And you think that they got... By the way, that giant woman was very creepy. I, I don't know why, but she... Yeah, she rocks two people and is like, can I sing a song? Yeah. <laughs> She's buff. She's buff as It's hell. not just that. I thought that. that was your thing. Listen, I do... I like I like big strong women. I'm not I'm not gonna even deny it. But I, just her specifically was creepy. I don't know. Uh um, so yeah, I, I, they, they do this like two pronged attack with the submarine for the base invading. And I, I wrote down, um, they seem to really like the like sort of base switching base invading dynamic in a lot of these fights, the original fight, the one they did at the, uh, you know, the device Island, all of them had this element of well, like, I really think it's because this manga is like Sieve, you know, it's like a game. Capture the enemy base. That's how you defeat them. Like, you know what I mean? It's very video game. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, it's, you know, it's not anything crazy or anything, but it's just something I was thinking of. It's like, oh, we're doing this again. Like, the enemies in our base, or yeah. we're in the enemy base. Um, now, in, in the last uh, episode, I said that I kind of was didn't want fights from Dr. Stone, but actually, I was glad to see... Mozu and the samurai bull do some do some mixing. It was cool. Yeah. The, yeah. The, well, and again, it's just drawn so well that you know 
it's not exactly what you're there for, but sometimes you, if you, especially with this one, if you slow down a little bit and you just start to appreciate some of the action drawing, like it's popping. Yeah. And and these these fights that are going on with the spears and sword play and everything, uh, from one sixty five bleeding into one sixty six, it was it was popping. I was it's, really enjoying it's it. It's definitely cool. It's a little bit of an eye roll that this dude with a spear is taking out guys with assault rifles, but whatever. I, I will suspend my disbelief. He's he's that good. It's fine. I I do have a question. The samurai guy, he is he from like Edo period? Because he he acts and talks like he is, but he how could that have been? Because the petrification device was dropped in modern times, or was it also dropped in Edo Japan? Uh, I have I have to look this back up. I was thinking the exact same thing. Yeah, I think he was petrified, like. Longer ago than that's what it else. seems like. But then, are we just gonna? Gl- I guess they're just kind of glancing over the fact that they, this happened before and no one noticed. Yeah, or you know, very localized. Um, but we definitely we 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 should make a note to uh, go back and look yeah, at that. Yeah, I'm sure I, they I totally, explained it, and we just I totally forgot. Yeah. It, it's it's been a while, and I, let's be real. You know, Doctor Stone really isn't at the front of yeah front of my brain. I like what I like about it, but. Some of the finer plot details are lost, you know, a year or two on. Agreed. Well, I think we should just roll on to 166 then, unless there's anything else you want to talk no, about. No, no, yeah. exactly. Again, just pretty cool. You know, there was some cool fights. I the, the samurai guy deflected some grenades. I liked when the old man opened his belt and he had all the grenades. That was, that, again, very well drawn. That was a cool shot. Yeah, we're getting some good fights. You know, yeah. it's, they're, they're moving the pace along, which is really what, all, all that we were asking for this whole, you know, Stanley Zeno. Uh, thing that was the big reveal of this chapter. It was that it wasn't actually Stanley. Yeah, it was a hot chick in the dogfight. Hot chick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Stanley pops up, and he with a gun does wash everybody. Which I'm like, okay, there he's we- got some sweet moves. Yeah, I was really enjoying. The and his gun is cool after. looking, man. It's it looks like a Fallout pipe gun. Like it's it's just jankily constructed. But then, he didn't actually win. No, they, they busted out the other ridiculously strong combat guys that they have and said you're going down Stanley so it ended the chapter ended with a sword being thrust no no dude that was Sukasa busting in and attacking Zeno oh was Beca- that Zeno yes because dude Stanley and Stanley they look and the Zeno same I know and the identical. chick looks the same yeah because Senku says like oh, ha 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 you thought you won but trap card activate Sukasa busts in and there's a panel of Zeno with like the the face fall he's like what that's yeah, yeah, okay, that makes much more sense. Yeah, because um, remember they were doing the drill plan with Chrome. Yeah, and he so and they, they busted in. it. Yeah, which is it's nice that this really uh, got to the conclusion. Yeah, quite quickly. You know, when when they did drill plan, I'm thinking like, okay, this is gonna be another five or ten chapters. Took all of like two chapters. Yeah, it's good. I I, I was previously saying like I'm getting kind of bored, but at least it does seem like things are ramping up again. We're moving. We're moving a little bit. So. I, I think it's moving quickly. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's, it's uh, we're probably going to see the conclusion of this whole Zeno thing in the next three or four chapters. I hope so, man. Zeno as a villain is is mid tier for me. Like it, it's fine. Do you think we're going to get a redemption of Zeno? It could be. Like he's a, he's a fellow scientist. He doesn't really strike me as being like particularly evil. He just he's a bit edgy. Yeah, he's yeah. 
If they end this arc before he really gets the chance to do anything evil, then I think it's a no-brainer. Yeah, yeah. Especially because he has kind of a relationship with Senku already where they're like pen pals. Mm -hmm. And they've spent a little too long characterizing all these people that are in yeah. the squad for them not to like join the join the and crew. and it honestly it you know the the macro mission of the crew is get to the moon so they can't be fighting civil wars like you're you're gonna All need everyone on board they, right they, they were the nasa squad right you're you're so. gonna need everyone on board to like you know help help do this so i think it, it could be either that or xeno dies and everyone else is on the team mm. but i i Zeno hasn't even done enough for his death to be, like, meaningful, so I think you're probably yeah. right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Want to move on? Solo leveling? Let's do it. This yes. Is 119. Yes. 119. In this, uh, it's kind of been meandering. You know, Sunju Mu is just hot shit. He was in a, a gate that he was doing for some people. doing people a favor, basically. His sister gets attacked. He can't instant transmission there because he already used his shadow exchange. He has a one-hour cooldown, so he's flying in hot on Kaizel the dragon. And the shadow orcs that he left behind in his sister's shadow to d protect her are fighting with these high orcs that came out of a gate in her high school. And that's where we pick up. We pick up with them doing work. Yeah. The, the, even though, like, these are nameless shadow soldiers. That's the thing. And then the, also the ants in the dungeon. Like, his, his fodder are just clearing people. He's, he's yeah. so good. I mean, he did leave, uh, I forget the, Beru, the, the Ant King. Yeah. There, but, uh, they're, they're flexing. They're, yeah. they're showboating. He, like, doesn't intimidate on, on the, <laughs> the guild leader. And then, whoosh, faster, like, than a blink of an eye, the guy thinks he's, like, fake chopping at him. But really, he went to the end of the dungeon, killed the leader, and brought back <laughs> his head and dropped it. That's yeah. like insane speed, and that's that's just a fodder ant, not even a name like a name. No, I think that was I think that was Beru. No, dude, that. it was just a regular. Was it? Well, maybe. Eh. Yeah. I, either way, they're flexing in there, and the uh, the orcs are doing work too. But uh, the orc enemies are really smart. Yeah. They they recognize both <clears throat> the limitations that the uh, shadow orcs have which is, you know, as they're getting killed and regenerating, they can't do anything. Um, and the objective of the fight itself should be... Get the girl. Get the girl. Yeah. I will say, at the end of the day, I don't care about the Shadow Orc fights. Like, it's nice, but come on. Sunji Mu, get to the party. Like, yeah, it's, it's just a suspense builder. Yeah. For, and it does a fairly good job of it. I, You know, it's not suspenseful in the sense, like we were talking about in the overpowered uh, discussion... It's not suspenseful in the sense that I really, at any point, worry that my yeah. sister is going to die. There's no way they're drawing a card like that no. in, in Solo Leveling. It's suspenseful in the sense of the payoff for the panel that you get at the end of the chapter. Right, when he busts in. super bad. Yeah. He busts in, he says, stay right there. Yeah, shut up and wait. I'm going to beat the crap yeah. out of you. It's it's cool too because at the start you know you have what is it go go Taru or the the orc king sitting in the metal ass throne and he's whooping up on people and then he something's coming we're we're fucked dude. Yeah. There's a tiny little bit in this chapter right where he gets that that uh, the orc king gets the uh, kill all humans message. Right? Yeah. yeah. So that's the system that's saying kill all humans. 
Mm, it looks a lot like the system. That's what it seems like, but the system box. is definitely helping at least one human be extra zesty, so... What's going on? I don't know. I know you know. What's going <laughs> on? But yeah, all, all told, uh, again, another... Uh, it, it's not really a, a gathering chapter. It's more like this is just a little side arc that's going on. It doesn't even feel like anything's going on in solo leveling at the moment. Like, there, there's really no well, conflict. Th there, there's, it, there's very subterranean building stuff Right, the, there's like this kind of undertone of these monsters are gathering to do something. But in the, the last chapters, he, he kind of made a guild and then didn't. And then he kind of did this dungeon for these people that was, like, an A rank, but then didn't, like... And then now his sister's yeah. in danger, but, you know, she's actually not, because it's just not that kind of story yeah. that she would actually be killed or anything. To that effect, that, that also brings up another thing that we were talking about in our uh, OP discussion, and gener just in general, we've talked about with regard to solo leveling before, which is that uh, I don't really care about his family. No, I don't. I, like... I, I, can kind of respect their they've honestly made me care slightly more about <clears throat> this one interaction than I ever did about his his dying mom just because that was so hardcore tropey. Yeah. Um Yeah, I, I they're trying, I guess, but no, that's not what I want from this. Just be crazy. Be more god of high school. Just let me see nutso shit happen. That's what that's what I come to you for. Bingo. All the time. Just yeah. make it happen all the time. Make him do a backflip off of Kaizo and land his knee <laughs> on this orc dude's face. Yeah. That's what we're looking for. Well, I'm hopeful that we'll get back to that soon. I mean, there's a fuck ton of light novels, so they must be good. People must be reading them. I'm going <clears> to <throat> give this chapter a awesome closing panel out of 10. Yeah, uh, fair. That's mostly what, <laughs> what I took from it. It's I was like, okay, Sung Joon Woo, you're badass. <laughs> uh, done, done with it. Yeah, this. a lot of great memes on the on the subreddit with that panel. Shut up and wait. <laughs> but listen, we've eaten our vegetables and now we can have dessert, which is Chainsaw Man. 84 and 85. Holy shit, dude. 84 humongous reveals. And then when you think it can't get any crazier than that. Hard left into a fucking slapstick comedy bit. <laughs> yeah, just oh, oh my god. Let, so so let's rewind before we get into eighty five. Uh, eighty four is just the basically the most plot exposition that we've gotten at in any individual. Chapter. Right. So we have Kishibe's plan failed. You know, they, they guys killed themselves to summon the, the Hell Devil, but Chainsaw Man washed him. Kishibe has his gun. Uh, the, the Hell Devil does do its job, even as it's dying. You know, the guy's like, at least do your job before yeah. you die. And the hand, you know. The hand comes out. out of the door and grabs Chainsaw Man and drags him into hell. Fucking mm. so cool. The hand and door motif is awesome. It's so badass. Yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy. It reminds me of Spongebob. It literally like is that. <laughs> out, of, out of the frame. <laughs> so, yeah, Kishibe is holding his gun. On Makima, and she's like really calm. She's because she's like, I told the chainsaw man to come save me, so he definitely will. But not only that, she's contracted with the Japanese prime minister. <laughs> <laughs> so any any attack on her just gets sloughed off onto a Japanese. Yeah, any prison. damage that she takes turns into injury or illness to a citizen of Japan. Because she made a contract. So that's reveal one that we get that Which, she I I I'm guessing the the chainsaw man damage just ignores that. We'll get to what Chainsaw Man is or is not and is capable of doing, but yeah, I think yes to that question. So yeah, 
reveal Kishibe is basically like, what the fuck are you? What's going on? And this is where Makima lays it all out. All the most of the questions that I had, she sort of answers. So we get she's contracted with the prime minister, so you mm-hmm. can't harm her. Then reveal two. She, she says, I'm a fan of Chainsaw Man. Like, basically, she's like a worshiper of him. Right. This was something that was a little bit alluded to in the previous chapter when she was like, these are all the other disciples of you, blah, blah, blah waiting for the day of resurrection. Um, you know, we disagreed about this or that. So now we actually get from her own mouth. I'm a fan of Chainsaw Man. I greatly admire him. And, and a whole lot more beyond that. Yeah, right? there's a panel where she says some people worship him, and then it's a very pointed panel of her face. So I took from that, she's more than a fan. She This is like her god. And then after she says that, she goes on to describe him as the hero of hell. He She talks about how he kills people that come to him for help and the people that come after him indiscriminately. He just kills people, and he's chaotic, but he, every time people kill him, he just revs his engine and gets back up over Denji in hell, just sawing through demons bro it's so it's good so cool whipping around with his his you know intestine yeah. scarf thing and just oh he's it, got his own intestines wrapped around his neck he's got dual chainsaws on each arm and a chainsaw coming out of his face and he's just slashing through hordes of demons and that's metal as fuck it's so cool and now in the course of all of that she drops a huge bomb. I would say the biggest bomb of the chapter. Which is, not only does he go around slicing up devils in hell, he goes around eating the ones that he defeats, and if he eats them, he erases that devil and the thing that it represents from all history and human thought. Right, that's that's crazy enough, but then Makima gives specific examples. Nazis, World War II, AIDS, nuclear weapons. So did that mean those things do not exist anymore? They're just gone yeah, from existence? She, she says, do you remember what the Nazis did to the Jews? And Kishibe is like, no. Uh, Nazis? It's all gone. He he ate the World War II devil. That's which, crazy. By the way, I want, I want, I want to see it, the World, the War, World II War II devil. devil is an old white guy in a chair that has a lot of conservative opinions. <laughs> um, but man, that is wild. I also like it, the detail where I think he put in a bunch of things that don't exist in our world. Yeah, too, like Sen or something like this. S O A or yeah. like Allendorf's disease. Yeah, or, you know all all these. Things. So you know. It, that it's just a cool little artistic twist of like, yeah, you know, what was deleted in, in this world she, too. She also drops even crazier. She goes on to say there were four possible outcomes besides death, but no longer because the chainsaw man, I guess, killed and ate the, those out those things. Like what? what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she she cites a couple of things from history, right? AIDS, Nazis, whatever. Then she says there's a, a sixth sense that humans had? Not anymore. Not anymore. A light, a star whose light breaks the minds of children, which is just crazy dark, psychedelic, like, what the fuck? Yeah. Uri. And then the last thing she says is exactly what you mentioned about four possible other conclusions to life besides death. Okay. The other two were wild, but that's one that feels like it could actually have implications on the plot. Yeah. And what that... What really is crazy to me is because that for sure says that the chainsaw devil is very old, older than chainsaws, right? Certainly. If, How if does that work? But yeah. okay, sure. Or no, did all of those things exist? It, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean that the chainsaw man is old. 
all of those. Just in the last thirty old. years, he's been doing cosmic cleaning, just racking up everything. Yeah, and it, you know, as soon as he eats them, bye bye. Everybody yeah. forgets. That's so crazy. And so then basically we get, of course, what Makima's plan is. I'm going to control Chainsaw Man to have him eat war and famine and disease and in that in that way make the world a better place. Classic, uh, you know, ends justify means type type shit. So we don't have the full picture by any means, but we we have arrived at something that was a massive question mark for the whole series, which is what's Makima after? But and then- she has she has to a certain extent, the sort of, you know, twisted means justifying the virtuous ends yeah. uh, sort of villain. I, I don't know if on. I fully buy that, though, because then she she hits the Uno reverse card and says, but if I lose and he eats me, like, that would be so rad. That would be so great for me. <laughs> like, <Whoa. yeah. laughs> So it, it, it pulls this, like, religious thing back into, into play for me where it's like, she was sort of, you know, one of the apostles of, yeah. of the Chainsaw Man, it's feeling like. And maybe some of those other people, like, you know, Power and Beam, were also apostles. You yeah. Know, his, his, like, his closest servants. And she <coughs> had a vision for... This is my pet theory, really. She had a vision for how to use this, like, absolutely reality-warping power of the Chainsaw Man. And the rest of them were like, no, you can't just can't just do that yeah and she although she differs from them <clears throat> in wanting to use him that she still at the end of the day is you know a, a, a devotee she, right that's another big thing we a big answer for me was why can't she control chainsaw man she says i can control anyone i view as beneath me so if i beat him in a fight then then i can control him because i'll be better than him so that explains what, yeah, she she definitely worships this guy, so that that's why he's immune. That's such a crazy power. If I think I'm better than you, I can control yeah. you. But it's so twisted, <clears throat> right? Because in, although you'd have such insane power, if someone actually is more powerful than then you, you can't, you can't trick yeah. yourself into thinking that you're more powerful yeah. than them. Yeah, yeah. It's it's really interesting. And also dynamic. explains, you know, kind of how th she was able to lose to things. You know, you, th you think she's so powerful, but there are things bigger than you, you know? Yeah. But, I you know, <clears throat> that doesn't necessarily, necessarily mean she has to fight them. You know, she can bide her time and put these sorts of crazy plays, these plans into yeah. effect until she does think. That, yeah. You know. She should just invest in some crystals and self-help books and things. Yeah. You're the yeah. most powerful being in the universe, Makima. No one is above you. All you have to be is completely psychotic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and then poor Kishibe. He's having the curtain of reality open in front of him. He's like, I don't, I don't understand. I don't get it. Yeah, well, Kanchu tried to tell you. Yeah, <laughs> just turn, ignorance turn is bliss. now, man. Yeah, but, and the, uh, the chapter ends with, Chainsaw Man slicing through the door of hell, and oh, Makima, look, he's returned. Yeah, so how did he get back from hell? So what I'm taking is those doors in the sky are entryways into hell. So he just manually said, yeah, just, okay. I'm, I'm going to stack bodies up until I can reach the sky and slice open the door. Yeah, that that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. He didn't die. No, uh, he yeah. At least it seems. <clears throat> um, the one thing I... I dwelled on a little bit from this chapter is there's definitely a twinkle in Makama's eye as she's describing all of this stuff. Yeah, because that, she is a fucking lady boner. For, she loves, she, she like worships Chainsaw Man. Like, this is her god, basically. 
Yeah, but when she says stuff like there would be no greater honor <clears throat> than get, how much of that does she mean? I'm taking her at her word for now, but yeah, she, the reason I say that is because the that start of of '85. If you look at her face, she's just got kind of a content, placid smile. Like she doesn't look upset or anything. As as she gets, should we move on to '85? Yeah, well, the one the one thing that I want to get at here is that you know I, it's I'm having that monologue is going to be what we're going off of for a long time, I think. Yeah. As to, you know, how this world operates, what Chainsaw Man's powers are, and what Makama's intentions are. So, you know, it, it would behoove us to, like, really gestate yeah. on that yeah. and then return to it as we get more information. The one thing that I'm really sort of trying mm-hmm. to suss out is how that monologue jives with her previous actions. So, like, she thinks of Denji as lesser than her, but yes. not the chainsaw devil. Right, well, right? no, she keeps saying, she keeps making the point as a chainsaw man. So that reads to me as the fusion of, of Denji and Puchita, chain equals chainsaw man, is the thing that she worships. You're right, she views Denji as beneath her, so maybe any schlub could theoretically fuse with the Chainsaw Devil to create Chainsaw Man. Uh, it's, it's like, pretty wild. It's, it's hard to tease out I think it's pretty, where it's, Denji, Pochita, and the fuge, fusioned entity of Chainsaw Man figure into Makima's perception. I think, I think, okay. Makima worships the Chainsaw Man... She wants, she like, she like really is a fan, right? That's what she says. She wants to defeat the Chainsaw Man to enact her plan, but if she, which would involve Denji and Puchita, who she does not give a shit about because they're separate from the Chainsaw Man, its own entity. But if she fails, that's also fine because she fucking loves Chainsaw Man. So to die and become part of the Chainsaw Man is, is that's, that's great. That's cool. A world without control? I don't know. That would be pretty nuts. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, there's a lot going on here. It's it's hard to suss it out. Just the implications of the 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 chainsaw can remove from existence anything, any a concept or idea. He can just say no. That does that no longer exists. It never existed. Yeah, I, I mean, like she, she, it's one thing for her to say, "I want to get rid of famine." <clears throat> That's pretty cool. You know, no no nobody goes hungry anymore. Get rid of death. Yeah, that's that's uh that's a whole that's a whole another shebang. That means not only just you know like aging immortality, but just no more die. Yeah, you get crushed by a boulder. You're just alive under a boulder. Like, Mm. yeah. Okay. So okay, that's crazy. I read I read that dude for real when I read that because all the previous chapters have been crazier, crazier, crazier. You know, the guys kill themselves to summon the hell devil. Then. All of this happens, I'm like, my hair is glued to the ceiling, and then they say, hard right turn, would you like a slapstick comedy routine and a burger joint? Alright, so so before we get into how much of a mindfuck that was, let's cover like <clears throat> the first two pages of 85, right. which were serious. So, uh, Makima, like, end of the last chapter, Denji slashes the door, comes back, Makima's like, oh great, uh... Chainsaw Man is back. Come save me. And he just busts through and slashes her into a million pieces. Yeah. After so all of that. The the way that he just absolutely <clears throat> washed her so instantly is part of what makes me think 
a little bit shadily about the way she was saying, you know, if he eats me, that would be the greatest. He didn't eat her, though. He did not eat her. <clears throat> but there, like, or, or rather what makes me think a little shadily about her saying, if I beat him, then, you know, I'll be able to. <clears throat> there, she didn't even try. Yeah. He, he just. Well, that's that's why I'm saying in that panel, you could, there's a panel of just her head and there's just a kind of contented smile. Like right, she it doesn't look like she resisted at all. She let it happen. Yeah. So there's there's something yeah. extra going on here. Um, and then Chainsaw Man just walks away, leaving Kishi Bay to be like, "I need a new job, man. I get the fuck out of here." <laughs> That's wild. Uh, the the one thing I want to uh, call attention to, I, I think, if you're ready to go to Burger Town, no, yeah, yeah, a, um, <laughs> is that. Uh, he, there's there's a little like sort of grayed out panel of save me, yeah. After he cuts her, which could be a just a callback to like no, I I took he's that as killing her because she said save me, or he could be hearing Kobeni because again because Kobeni says in the restaurant like save me, mm -hmm. and they made a point in eighty four because Makima says the people that call for his help he he fucking kills them too. So something about he's drawn to people that are save me, come help me. Yeah, well, so there's the possibility that he's hearing Kobeni. I, I do think there's a possibility now that he's hearing Makima in hell say, Save me. Save me. Oh, interesting. Well, regardless, we'll get back to that because what happens is he walks into a fucking burger restaurant and says, Give me, actually, he doesn't even say words, just makes guttural noises. I need to just pause here for a second and say, What in the ever yeah. fuck? <laughs> Like, I have never been more excited on a week-to-week -week basis than the last month of Chainsaw Man, the last two months of Chainsaw Man. It, every single week is outdoing itself. It's so cool and so exciting, so unexpected, and so riveting that I, I'm just like, I have to read Chainsaw Man first. Yeah. I need to know what's going on. I need to talk with you. Yeah. I need to talk with Graham, our other roommate, about it. It's like, uh, it's so wildly insane to me every chapter and it's so serious it's like we just saw this chainsaw man flying through hell goring scores of demons this is like hardcore yeah dylan's a big metal guy i'm not a big metal guy even i can rock with chainsaw man flying through hell cutting up hordes yeah. of demons that's cool as hell he emerges from these doors of hell dripping with demon blood and a scarf of his own intestines around his neck. <laughs> Let's go. That's so hype. And then we <laughs> it's, it's Burger Town. Yeah, he what? he still covered in gore and intestines. He just walks into a burger restaurant and sits down. But the thing that's extra crazy is before that we get treated to this little routine where they're like it seems very Japanese. They're like Team Rocket style reciting their credo like lettuce, yeah. cheese. Oh, and the manager slapping up Kobeni. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? First of all, yeah, it's like family restaurant, so they keep saying, like, say you love eating with your family, and Kobeni's, like, got a weird, like, pose and face, and he's like, ah, have fun at Family Burger Town. Like, okay, and he slaps her, he's like, you're not being familial enough. <laughs> Everything about this episode just, what in the absolute fuck? <laughs> all 
All right, just bringing back Kobeni, who is is the most shat upon character <laughs> in, in this manga to begin with. The fact that she works at a, a family burger where the manager's slapping the shit out of her because she's not doing the family song and dancing. <laughs> the fact that Chainsaw Man, bloody as shit from killing a bunch of demons in hell, walks in. And sits down and orders a burger. Like within the within the you know whole logic of the chapter, it could sure you know you just get your yayas out laughing at Kobeni because she has it's just the shittiest life there is, and and she's she thinks save me because she's getting slapped around, and the chainsaw man walks in there and rips everybody's heads off. That's pretty funny. <laughs> no, he ratchets it up to to, to fifteen. The chainsaw man sits down at a table and <laughs> he starts screaming in gibberish, and then Kobeni starts screaming the gibberish back at him. And then, dude, chef's kiss. They say Kobeni, bring him his burger. Trip and fall Making gag. <laughs> but then they say, okay, second chance, bring him the burger. Trip and fall gag again. <laughs> <laughs> classic, classic. Oh my god. It, all right, my my. Literal first thought was like I, I I turned my phone off, put it down, and was like, "This did not just happen. <laughs> this did not just happen." It it's crazy because everything has been moving so lore reveal, lore reveal, crazy fights, and then what? We're we're just doing this surreal burger like routine. My sec, I, like I called everybody, texted everybody I knew that that had anything to do with this, and I was like, "You you, you have to you have to read this yeah. instantly." Um. My one of my third thoughts was, he's like fucking with us. Yeah, you know, yeah. It, maybe there, like, or, or really, what I'm hoping is that this is just like, it's been so serious for the last you know two months of of the manga that yeah, you know, it hasn't been fully serious the whole time. There's a lot of humor yeah. in Chainsaw Man over the course of it. In fact, the first fifteen chapters. It, I was enjoying it more for the humor yeah, than definitely. any of the fighting. You know, it's it, this is hilarious. Like, all of you have dreams. I just want to touch a girl's boobs. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty fucking funny. Yeah. But, it, you know, we've lost it. So, can see this being mm. just like a one-chapter dip into, okay, yeah, I know I've been doing blood gore and lore reveals for, for ten chapters now, so here's here's one gag chapter. But... We do get the one panel of Denji saying, I wish I could eat a burger that wasn't raw, like wasn't rotten once in my life. So maybe yeah. there's something there. Yeah, no, no, no. That, that's that's <clears throat> what I wanted to ultimately get to, which let's dive into it right yeah. now, is the thing that starts to suggest the thing that I was talking about at the beginning of our discussion of this chapter was this confusion as to who is the Chainsaw Man, what part of it is Pochita, what part of it is Denji. This starts to suggest to us Pochita saying at one point, like, show me your dreams. Yeah. I want to see your, you know, <clears throat> I want to see you live a happy life. I want to see you live a normal life. There's this confusion as to, like, which of those things are going on at any given time. Who's in the driver's seat in this entity right now that we know as Chainsaw Man? Could it be Pochita right now? That, I don't like, know. Like, Pochita was so cute and friendly. Like... The Chainsaw Man really feels like other to me. Like, he, I don't know. He's just so feral and violent, like, at least this iteration, because previously Chainsaw Man, it did seem like Denji was in control. He was talking. He was violent, but he was, you know, being coherent. Now he looks different. He's all black. He's got the intestine scarf, and he just yells in gibberish. So seems like its own new thing, you know? 
Yeah, yeah, I, I it's it's hard to tell, and it, it's unrecognizable right now. But there's these little <clears throat> things trickling out through that armor. Yeah, you know the the the. the why is it speaking? Wait, the why is it sitting down at a restaurant and ordering a burger? It's it's definitely that's Denji coming through, right? I don't know. That could be Puchita. You know, Pachita, who saw through Denji's eyes now for all this time, uh, ever since they fused, and, uh, you know, now is, like, attempting to control the faculties of a human or a human-devil hybrid, can't actually speak, because at at its heart is like a dog, basically, but has learned enough of it to be like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That could be, but it, but if that's the case, that means that Puchita is like very violent. It's killing the AIDS devil and eating it. Like, why? Why? It, that's what Chainsaw Man did. We, no, no. It, it, it sure it's quote violent, but if you knew that you could erase the suffering of everybody in the world that has AIDS by killing and eating a devil, then yeah. But but she makes a point to say that he kills indiscriminately the ones that ask for help and the ones that come to fight him. Like he just murders. Well, okay. Th- that also brings up a. Uh, question, how, who or what is Pachita, and how did the hero of hell, Chainsaw Man, become Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I don't have even a a hazard of a guess right now. There's a lot of stuff now that needs to be answered as we we got this massive lore dump in 84. Yeah, I, I hope I hope that we do go back to lore and stuff, but I was just so tickled with, with this chapter. Like it was it was fine for taking a little detour. I uproarious laughter, absolutely dumbstruck. Like yeah. almost a little offended in a good way. Yeah, like just, I, I don't like, know if like we're slapping the face. Articulating how surreal this is. It's like Kobeni is fucking up at her job, this guy slaps her and is like, that's a family slap. Think of this pain so that you will not fuck up at your job. Chainsaw Man comes in, slices off the employee's head, and, and they start doing their little dance. Like, we have lettuce, cheese, and the meat is the star of the show. Meanwhile, the, the hamburger's head is on the floor because he got decapitated. Bring him the food, spill it on him, face fall from everyone. They're like, okay, bring it to him again. Another one! <laughs> it's, it, it's like the hits of Japanese slapstick comedy. Yeah. It, just with the surrealism of that going on to a, the, the chainsaw man that just got back from slaughtering thousands of devils. Yeah. You, you said this, and I feel like maybe you're right. You're like, he's, he's too mainstream now. He, he's trying to push back because he tried to be, he was Indian, and he's become too popular. Yeah, in the time since I've started reading Chainsaw Man, uh, I mean, obviously, I, I got put onto it because it, it was starting to become really popular. In the time since I've started reading it, it's started to become really, really popular. And now, in the last eight or ten chapters that have just been so flawless and so incredible, it's become really, really popular. Yeah. So there's a non-zero part of me that thought that's like, you know, uh, <laughs> Fujimoto, right, is the guy who... who Talk, I, no, Takiko Inoue did uh, Vagabond. I don't remember. Uh, anyways, the, the author, uh, who definitely seems like an RT kind of guy. I, I don't know. I, I, I was sort of half considering that he's like, yeah, man, this, this is getting way too popular. I need to, uh, you know, hit yeah. these dudes with a curveball. It's, it's definitely... I'm definitely on board, though. Like, I... I Fuck it. Like, that was great. Whatever you want to do. Like, if you're, if you're, if you're going to do something like that, make it funny. And yeah. it was fucking funny. It really I, was. I, I was. I was. 
I was just dumbstruck, and it it was just so surprising that literally I I've, I've said this to to two other people uh, in the course of talking about this chapter because it's a chapter that you have to talk about. You know, like where were you when you read Chainsaw yeah. Man eighty five? That's it's, it's going to be a moment that goes down in manga history. Yeah, yeah, I. I... Every every week I move closer to solidifying. This is a, a insta classic. This is one of the greats. Is a top five. You know, like man, yeah. it's good. And I, I, I'm completely unable to predict. I don't know. Like I, I have no idea what's gonna happen next, which is so exciting. One piece, I kind of have an idea. Boku same, but this, I honestly, I have no thoughts. I don't know what's gonna happen, and it's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Should we? Do you have anything else on this? Cactus Jack sent me. Oh, you're trying to get that Mickey D's? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not the most up on my American pop culture, but I do know that reference at least. Yeah, the the, uh, the Chainsaw Man subreddit was swarmed with the, the Travis Scott McDonald memes after <laughs> Should we talk about Great Pretender? I think let's 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 save it for okay. when we can do a uh, I agree. sort of more devoted thing on it. But we we've been watching a bunch of this Great Pretender anime on Netflix. It's really good. It's really popping. You should you should definitely watch because when we do our episode, then you'll know what we're talking about. But until then, it's been real. Send us an email at uh, theweeklyspate at gmail.com. We have an Instagram. There's nothing on it, but we have one. If you want to give us a follow, there'll be stuff on it eventually. And uh, yeah, tune in next week. Next week. Next week. Weekly release. We got it. All right. Mean it. Catch you guys later.